With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me call Patrick real quick. God, I wish I didn't have such an old damn telephone. Hello. Hey, yo, what's Patrick? I'm at the, here at the Deftones concert. Where are you at? At home sick with allergies. Damn, that sucks, bro. I guess it'd be like that. July 9th, 2017. Episode 111. Kung Fu Grip. Uh, I right. that Kung Fu Grip. It oh, so bad. Oh, 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 I will crush you. <laughs> the hell <laughs> oh that's russian grip not yeah. kung fu grip be like that Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of It Be Like That. I'm back. Yep, and we're one day late. But that's okay. We had time like, shit. Like pregnancy late? Or? No, we're not that type of late. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm definitely not that type of late. Me neither. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Well, you know I can't have kids. Because I'm a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the look I mean, in your there face. There was that movie, the... Junior, but... Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Let's let's believe in Junior. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Schwarzenegger was in it. At the same time, let's believe in twins. Hey, I got I got pregnant and had a baby. Yeah, Danny DeVito was in the movie with me. Yeah, he was my life, my well, you my, know life, they're, my they're, coach. They're yeah. doing a sequel of that. Oh no! With Eddie Murphy as the third, as the triplet, I guess. Oh no! <laughs> Cobra Commander? <laughs> Damn you, G.I. Joe. Damn you, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll get you. Damn you in your kung fu grip. <laughs> what? Never mind. Oh. So, how's everything going for you? Um, well, uh, we... Um, we were supposed to go to, or well, you went, but we were supposed to go to a concert last Thursday, Deftones and Rise Against, which I've been extremely Woo! excited for, for a while now, and I ended up not being able to go. I had a severe allergy attack, and um, after this, I have to show you, but like, I have like three or four bites. I did, or did I show you? You were telling me that you think it was spider bites. Oh, well, I found the bites on my legs. Oh. <laughs> so I have like three or four different bites between both legs. 
Um, and, um, yeah, it was all bad. Uh, Friday I was feeling a little better, but it was still, eh. but like I was, the way I was feeling Friday was it was good enough to go to the concert. I could have fought through it, but the way Thursday, when it hit me so hard, there was, there was absolutely no way I was going to be able to make it and push through. But other than that, I had gone to Vegas and that also started off as the trip from hell. We were supposed to fly out. And I'm up there talking to the customer service about something when I hear, oh, the Vegas flight got canceled. And I was like, my Vegas flight got canceled? And they're like, what's the number? They gave the number, and I was like, yep, that's my flight. Oh. Um, that was a long to-do also. Um, you can check my vlog. Uh, my latest one is going to be – got to edit um, but to get all that info. I'm not going to discuss it all again. But basically, I got a refund. And I just said, F it, ran back home. Well, not ran. I had someone pick me up, and we um, just drove. So you got dropped off in the morning, too? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So uh, we ended up driving, and when we were supposed to be there by 1130, we didn't get there until 7. Um, they did have another flight that had a layaway, but or, or, or a four-hour delay, I should say, layaway they put me on layaway <laughs> they put you on layaway crystal had to pay you out to, yeah. <laughs> to get out of the airport ten dollars at a time <laughs> yeah but um and if we had done that we wouldn't uh, when fuck, we got fuck, to vegas fuck it's 2025 and now you're finally getting out yeah, of, for well interest interest you know <laughs> um that's not how crystal sounds by the way no not at all <laughs> um but uh yeah so if we had done that by the time we got to Vegas, which was about 7, that plane would have been just taken off from San Diego to head to Vegas. Oh, Jesus. So, that's why to me it was just like, fuck it. You know? And the one thing I did feel bad about is the girl that had to tell the people that the fuck got canceled. They were yelling and screaming at this lady like it's her fucking fault. What did she and, do? Exactly. And I went up to her and I told her, I said, look, I'm not going to yell and scream at you, but I do want to know, can I just get a refund here? Because I'm just going to drive. I said, I go... I don't know if they don't realize it, but I know that it's not your fault that this plane got jacked up. And besides the fact that, why would I want to get a plane that was faulty anyways? I guess they had some maintenance problem. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead. And especially the way that it comes into Las Vegas, it's always like a fucking tornado feels like that you're going down into it, too. I've never flown into Vegas, so. Oh, I had to stop over once where we had to fly down in it. And there's so much turbulence just getting into there. I can understand why Gregory is like fucking afraid of flying yeah. in there because it's just like i hate turbulence as it is and that's like the worst that you all ever feel shout out to the woody show yep <laughs> again but um <laughs> like always but um talking about that though and made me laugh on the way home we were leaving and i look off to the left and you know, you, you always see those little sand tornadoes that start forming and yeah yeah straight up well as we're making a turn i look over to my right and i see one forming on the side of the road and I said, oh, shit. And I grabbed the wheel just to be on the set. I prepared myself. Sure enough, that shit shot uh-huh. straight up and into the road and hit us. So you're like, Patrick, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> that whole car went, like it shook like hella hard. And, um, yeah, it scared the shit out of Crystal. I was, you know, I saw it as I was prepared for it. But still, like, you know, even ready and steady on the wheel, like the force of this little, just this little oh. wind. Stand storm. It's Boom. especially in the Prius because the Priuses are 
fucking light as shit. Exactly. I had the same thing happen to me in Brentwood a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. where I turned the corner to go, like, I'm going out there, and then all of a sudden, I just see the little dust tornado, like, form and then start crossing the road and i was like ah shit i'm gonna drive in the middle of that aren't i yeah and i couldn't roll the window up fast enough because it was really fucking hot uh and when if it was starting to roll up all of a sudden like a little rock hit me in the side of the face and then you know continued on um but yeah those i can just imagine like crystal freaking out though freaking out as much as the spiders uh over at ghost golf (laughs) <laughs> I mean other than that though It was a really fun trip um, Yeah we saw the Backstreet Boys I know you're keep shaking Even your Aaron Carter went and saw Rammstein After you saw the Backstreet well, Boys Well I didn't have tickets for Rammstein you And I didn't have the special like hey look I'm Nick Carter And they say okay you can come in Oh Nick Carter? Was it Aaron? It was Nick Carter yes Nick. Yeah Aaron Carter's his younger brother did this Oh I don't fucking know well, well I mean you know All I know is I bought on eBay Wanna <laughs> I sent buy? You that. I did I, 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 sent, I sent you in the middle of it And I sent you the video You know I had to represent some weird Of course out. But uh, it was the same thing when you saw New Kids on the Block. You sent me the the song and the the, the white stuff. Oh 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 Rio. But um, but yeah. So anyways, um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. Did not win. I was I lost about you, almost two hundred. Did you hear? Uh, you know, going back to the Woody Show thing. Did you hear Ravy where she was? She was and actually I was around pissed. you. And she and said the Bellagio. I, I never ended up going to that part of town. And it, mess, it makes me mad because I kept trying to tech or Well, probably because uh, she was too busy spinning and winning. But on before we had left, I kept trying to say, hey, who, are any of you guys going to be in, in Vegas? Vegas? And I basically shot it towards Ravy and Seabass because I knew Manus was heading to the Dominican Republic and Woody was going to go to Pittsburgh with his family. So I was like, well, I'm, one of those two's got to be... I figured uh, Ravy was going to be the biggest, but she never responded. I didn't go to that part of town. That's because she's an ice cold bitch, right? Damn it, <laughs> damn it, Ravy! <laughs> you didn't even look forward at the camera when we took a picture together at the Christmas. She was party. looking down. <laughs> she was looking off to the side, like, yeah, just take the picture. Get the fuck out of my way. I'm too drunk. But oh. um, I wish I could have been more drunk. But oh, you know, twenty dollars for some water. Oh God, that was place. That was the conqueror. You guys go back and listen to that episode. But yeah, we went so down there. But man, it makes me drinks in L.A. I wish I would have known because I would have made a point to get my ass over there just to try to see her. See if you high. could find her. I would have bugged her. I mean, she's on her vacation too. Well, but. yeah, you, but you could take a picture, being like, "Hey, Ravy, can I get a picture?" And then she probably said, "Yeah, sure." And then she would have blown you off, and you could have gone. Yeah, yeah, she would have <laughs> looked at the camera again. And, <laughs> but um, I did drive by where the Raiders. Stadium is going to be. Took oh, that pictures. must have been exciting. Yeah, it was a dirt field. Yeah, exactly. There was at one point we turned. You could tell do, there was do, a do, little do, homeless do, count. Do. Did you play the song while you're driving by? I should have. <laughs> you should have. I was expecting in the videos that you were showing that that was going to be playing. Um, <laughs> Here on the not so frozen tundra. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a little homeless camp in the corner, one where someone had cut the fence down. I oh. said, that must be the part that they're trying to represent Oakland with. Well, that's the Oakland fans that are waiting for the thing to start building, right? They want yeah. to be first in line to not be able to afford seats to the yeah, game. <laughs> so this place is, the stadium is going to be direct, located directly behind uh, the Mandalay Bay, and that's where I had stayed was the Mandalay okay. Bay. But um, other than that, um, 
Nothing much is, I don't think, going on. Um, we saw Spider-Man last night. Yep, we'll talk about that later. Um, I'm, there's still some stuff that I don't really like. I do like... I'm, I'm like on the fence about this movie. I, it, it is towards I like the movie. How much I like the movie... I have to weigh out some of the stuff that happened into it. I, I don't feel like I can do that on the podcast because there'll be a lot of spoilers. Well, we can't necessarily do it as an episode. Uh, maybe we can actually do like a spoiler episode or something like that and talk about it for like 20 minutes or something like that. Uh, but uh, we can decide that by the end of the podcast. But we're going to do a non-spoiler, more reactionary review. Uh, but that was a, a good time for me on Friday. So, um, so anything else you got going on? Um, not really. Nothing I can think of on top of my head. Unless you know something I know, because you give me a look like, no. hey, asshole, what about... We went bowling last night. I'm more asking you to ask me how was your week. Oh, yeah, we can get ready to, but <laughs> how was your week? Uh, everything was cool. I mean, it's been a couple of weeks since we talked, and one of the things that we did uh, that you didn't talk about that kind of did uh, was ghost golf. Uh, and that was a couple weeks ago. Both of us put out two little videos of uh, our adventures of ghost golf and actually went back there last week with the wife and her family. Uh, and honestly, all in all, it's a fun experience. If you've never been, uh, it's it, put it lightly to the people listening out there. Uh, around here, there is an indoor golf, a mini golf place that's all horror themed. Uh, so they've got like gravestones and they got trees and they got some like kind of freaky little things here. Uh, as we were talking before, you know, my cousin, his wife, uh, got scared shitless by one of the spiders that was dangling from the ceiling that came down, uh, which was hilarious. And she also tried to open a door uh, that started uh, shaking. <laughs> she did it. She ran like a little girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the funny thing was, because we went back there last weekend, there were some teenage girls there, and they were acting the same way she was. Like, they were just like, one of them was like, when they hit the thing and they heard the spider from us because uh-huh. they were behind us and their ball was back she's like I ain't going back there that thing's gonna fucking drop down on top of me I know it the moment I go back there it's gonna get it no 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 go ahead no 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 you go ahead you can hit my ball I don't care I ain't going back there and then the one where the the thing jumps out of the coffin it it spooked one of them as well uh, so that was pretty goddamn hilarious uh, but it's you know I think we decided that as a Groupon it's a good deal because it's 30 bucks for four people, right? Versus $15 a person for... But you get the two hours and unlimited golf for the two hours, plus all the arcade machines, and the they have a sweet-ass shooting gallery that's all, like, zum, uh, mummy-themed, uh, which was pretty fun. Uh, my father-in-law could not stop playing that stupid thing. Uh, and he's ex-military, so, you know, for him, it was like... He was trying to be as precise as possible and shooting everything, even though to the way that he was holding the gun uh-huh. and everything. Oh. So, uh, yeah. uh, so anyway, so beyond that, we're yeah, whispering to each other so you can't hear because we have maybe something special uh, lined up for later. But who knows? Oh no, uh, no, no, it's something different. It's something totally different. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I got to go to the Deftones and Rise Against show. Damn it. After dealing with a shit ton of traffic. Uh, well, you know what sucked? Is that I actually didn't get out of Newark till 5 fucking 30. Because he scheduled that meeting, my boss, from 4 to fucking 5. And then their previous meeting went over. So even after you told me, I still wouldn't have been able to pick you up to almost 5.30. Damn. Which, which got me out there. 
I was fucking pissed. And one of the girls that uh, does marketing for our company, and she she they wanted her to go through this thing. She tried to go through as soon as and quickly as possible uh-huh. so that I could get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But they still had all these things going on. So uh, between having to do that, like I had to get gas, but there's a gas station right there by where I work. So that wasn't that that rough. But once I finally got on the road, uh, Google Maps kept trying to tell me to go towards San Jose and then go up to 680 and then go out there. And I was like, why would I do that? Like, looking at the traffic, 680 was almost stopped in most of those spots. I'm like, everybody's going home. Why, why am I doing that? So I ended up taking, like, mission to Crow Canyon, you know, into Cache Valley, to Crow Canyon, and then out to San Ramon, and it shaved, like, off of Google Maps' this time, like, 20 minutes. But even then, when you got up to the stupid pavilion, uh, traffic almost just came to a standstill. And it was partially my fault, because I should have stayed in the middle lane, Now I went in the right lane, and I forgot that the other lanes uh, will get you up higher. The only bonus that I got out of it in Consolation Prize is I got to do... Uh, park in the paid area right next to the gate for free nice so you know everybody else i was talking to that got there on time was like oh we had to pay for that and i'm like i got to miss the first two bands (laughs) (laughs) so i was only there for rise against and for deftones and everything was great except for the punk kid that threw up during uh rise against uh they were like right to my right and they were gonna play uh people live here and all of a sudden, you just hear and splatter all over the ground. And I guess he had been drinking heavily, and then it was really hot out there. And uh, he was in the pit. I saw him run into the pit, right? Uh-huh. And so, to top it off, I was trying to record the song. And, of course, that happens. And then the lady behind me starts yelling at him. Uh, and then... This guy is going through the crowd, right? But he's got a bottle of Jack. He somehow managed to sneak a bottle of Jack Daniels into the venue. All right? And into the lower area. And he's got it. And what does he do? He slips on the vomit. And drops the bottle and glass shatters everywhere. So now everybody around him is hella pissed because he dropped this bottle of glass... And they're telling him, no, you're going to have to sift through the vomit to pick up all the glass. Because he fell, he literally fell on his back in the vomit and smashed the bottle. So he's covered in vomit, having to go through vomit and pick up all the little glass shards that are around there. And I'm still trying to record the song. And the girl lady behind me is just like, you stupid motherfucker! <laughs> and I was like, alright, I guess I'm not recording this song. So I put it down. And then after she looked at me and she's like, I'm really sorry that I yelled during your recording and messed up your video. And was I was like, cute? no, she's some fat bitch. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> not that fat bitches fat can't bitch? be cute, but she was not a cute fat bitch bitch she was there was a picture i was gonna take for you but i thought it'd be a little too creepy and i really couldn't get the good opportunity to do it because i was sitting on the ground waiting for deftones right and i look over to my left and there are literally these two identical asses like and they're these two blonde girls and I, i i could not tell what the age they were but it looked like they were just clone copies of each ass put on the, the other person. <laughs> Maybe they were twins. They're, they could have been. They were both, like, tanned. They both were in those jean shorts that were just a little too short, so a little bit of the yes. bottom ass cheek hangs out. Both the same type of rump structure and everything like that. 
Only difference, one was a blonde, one was a brunette. But they looked, the, the bottom half of them looked exactly the same. The top, the blonde actually had smaller tits than the brunette did. But from, from the waist down, they looked exactly the same. And I was gonna, I was gonna take a picture, and I was like, I couldn't find the proper opportunity without looking like a creeper. You just gotta act like you're playing with your phone and snap the picture. Yeah. Uh, okay. Zoom in. Zoom in. Enhance. 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 You can print the goddamn photo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scene from Super Troopers. If you weren't sure, go see Super Troopers. So it was, uh, it it was a good show. Um, I definitely think that Fuck, uh, fucking Scott, man. So we're right, we're carpooling home uh-huh. on Friday, and a Rise Against song came on, and, and I'm just like, damn. And he goes, "They played this song, by the way." <laughs> I was like, "You're such a dick." <laughs> yeah. They played a lot of songs. They actually both played pretty lengthy sets, but neither of them did an encore. Like Deftones didn't do one. I don't know if they ran over time, and they ran. Yeah, they were still there. Like at 11:30, they were still going, weren't they? Yeah, and I think that. Uh, I think I left there about midnight. I think they finished about 11.30, 11.45. So I think that place has a uh, curfew. sound curfew of like 11.45. Yeah. Because they immediately were like, okay, show's over. We have to clean this down like right now. And they were, because normally, you know, people go against like the, the gate and they wait maybe to get like a, a set list. Or they were shooing people out right away. Oh, excuse me. So they they basically finished their set and had to leave, which kind of sucked, but... Uh, it was fine because I I saw at one of the shows they did a little while ago when Deftones closed uh, closed they did Purple Rain by Prince and I thought that would have been really cool to see if they actually did that they covered that song yeah so but I know at the end of every show that they do they have it playing through the loudspeaker uh, they just end the show and then there's usually like a shower or lights and then Purple Rain comes on and that signals that everybody needs to leave. So did they do that? They did do that. They did uh, play Purple Rain as, you know, people, they turn on all the lights and everything like that. But a couple nights ago, they actually performed it, which would have been really cool to see. So, but that's it for, for that show. Um, <clears throat> so, let's get on to the week. So, we're going to do a little bit di- different uh, structure this week. Um, we're going to start first with uh, some man-up, and then uh, we're what? going to... That's right, I found some stories. And then we're going to talk about an article uh, about the Sorry, signs... Sorry, <laughs> Oh, jeez. The signs of a stalker. You'll see why we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to go into a break song. We're going to play some Rise Against. Uh, come back, do some Spider-Man Homecoming non-spoilers, have a couple of stories. Uh, and then talk about the dumbest studies uh, the government is doing with your money so far. We had another topic, but we're going to save it to next week to give it a little more time to germinate and maybe even pose the question out there to uh, the masses. So uh, then, you know, we'll end the podcast for this week. So going in, let's start with some Man Up. Hey, Patrick, where's the theme song? Man Up. We don't have one yet. Man Up. We really need to get one. Man up. Be a man. Be a man. So, we're going to start with uh, story number two, and then we're going to go into story number one. So, uh, luckily, uh, I saved these before we did them last time, but as always, these stories come from the relationship section of Reddit. People ask questions, we give them advice that they didn't ask for. 
But if you put it on there, you're kind of asking for it. Yeah, you're kind of asking for somebody to post uh, something on there. But we're giving our much harder opinion. And as always, Patrick has no idea what the article is actually about until I read it to him. So, the title of this article is, My Girlfriend 23 is Raging After I Said I Will my Not girlfriend. Quit My Job <laughs> to Travel for a Month. Wants to quit his, quit his job. She wants travel. him to quit her, his job so that they can travel for a month. That's the title of it. So it says, <clears throat> I've been seeing this girl for about a year. She can be very sweet, but coming to realize that she has a serious uh, anger issues. She is literally Harvey Dent. She can get so angry that she screams, swears at me like a sailor on crack, and hangs up if we argue. We've been trying to plan a trip to Europe, and I'm trying to make things work with my schedule. I'm a full-time at a hospital and make good money. She does not work. For the past three months or so, she's been putting, uh, pushing for a two-month trip in August. I can't be gone as long as that, as I would have a no job coming back. Three weeks is the best that I can do. But work may not go for it, and I might not be able to go for uh, now. She wants to go three months early. She called today and explained to her, and her response was very cruel. I'm trying to be reasonable, but she's just raging at this point. She called me all sorts of names, and when I said I, that it doesn't, uh, if work does not let me, I can't go. Yeah. Her response was to call me a pussy piece of shit, you scared fuck you, and other colorful, very abusive things. She said, don't ever fucking talk to me again, and she hung up. And after she hung up, she sent me this. This is completely fucking bull. You have literally screwed me over in the worst fucking way possible. This was my dream, my one fucking dream, and you've ruined it. You've ruined my one dream. You lied to my fucking face. You can't man up and quit your fucking job, or sorry, that dumb shitty job that you don't even like. Fuck your pride. I probably could pay for your shit, and you still would go to Europe with your girlfriend. Oh, wouldn't go to Europe with your girlfriend. That's pretty fucking messed up. Every fucking day I dreamt of going with you and you crushed that. Every day I wished and hoped you would be excited that you would even talk about it. You don't. Your family doesn't even know you decided to go. And decided's in quotes. Guess I'm the only obvious one. Thanks for ruining my whole day, week, year, life, and that's all on you. I could have found someone else, could have planned things different, but it's too late now because you don't have the balls. I have been so fucking heartbroken in my whole fucking life. I've never been so fucking... Sorry, she talks in text speak, and this is fucking ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> shit, you, or fuck you seriously. You have screwed over my one dream. My one dream is gone. Thank you. End of text. How can I reason with her? What can I do? My stress is very high, and I don't know what to say to her to get her to calm down. Um, pack your shit and don't ever fucking talk to me again? If she's going to be that childish, just fucking well, yeah, leave it alone. She doesn't even fucking work. Quit your job that would pay. that's going to pay for this trip. And um, he says he has a good job, right? Yeah, he says he has a good job. And she's In probably- medical field? Thinking that she's 23, she probably just finished college recently, if she did it all. And he works in the medical field, he could be a nurse, he could be a tech, who knows What's the difference between a full month and three weeks? One week less, and he gets to keep his job? I mean, that just seems fucking stupid. She wants to go for two months, though. Oh, I thought you said... 
a month. No, he he originally maybe would have been able to get a month off, but she wants to go for two. And that upset her as well. Yeah, that's... Uh, so, wait. <laughs> she doesn't have the money to pay for this fucking trip. Who knows? I mean, she doesn't have a job. She doesn't have a job, but doesn't mean she doesn't have money from, like, her parents or something like that. You gotta make assumptions and stuff. Either way, things. you know, he's not married to this chick. He's not engaged to this chick. He's supposed to just quit his job that he's making good money at just and drop everything to go to fucking Europe for two months when he can take three weeks off and do a good trip in three weeks. And she wants you to completely change everything in your life. And what's, what's the guarantee that you guys... What if you guys have a fight while you're gone? You quit your job, and now you don't even have her? Fucking stupid. Simple answer. You tell her, look, I'm a fucking responsible adult who has a job, and I can take three weeks. That's it. Any, any I can do less, or I can do three weeks. I can't do any more than that, and that's it. I'm not quitting my job that's paying my rent, putting food on my table, and clothes on my back. For a two-month trip and to hear, to, just to please your little uh, attitude. Fuck you. Fuck that. Hella stupid. That doesn't make any sense. How? Why would you even post this and, and, and ask for advice? It's just so simple. Don't be stupid. Be a fucking man and say, look, I'm not going to put up with this shit. I'm not going to quit a job uh, for two months of vacation. And, not, that I'm, and I'm not even guaranteed to get another job like this when I get back. It's called growing up and being an adult at this point. But it's like it's something her similar. Dream. You I don't give a fuck what her dream is. I have life. dreams too. I want to go to. Oh, yeah, her whole fucking life's ruined at 23 because she's not going to go to Europe for two months. Get the fuck out of here. Probably because he's not going to pay for it. That's the reason why it's ruined. Because she has the money to go. Why didn't she just go then? Go, go the whole time with him for the three weeks and then keep doing your little trip. I'm pretty sure you can find someone else to go with you if you have the money. So what's the issue? You know? Well, the issue is that that was her dream. Well, that's She nice wanted to, to be with I have him. a lot of dreams myself. I have a dream that this podcast would take off to where I didn't really have to work and we could get paid for it. But guess what? We get fucking 20... <laughs> Of downloads in two weeks, so guess what? I don't think that's happening at this very moment. But that means I'm just going to keep working at it. I'm not just going to say fuck everything else, and you know, it's, it's just and then it's going to be purple rain, purple, purple rain. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is pretty dumb. You really shouldn't have to deal with any of that type of bullshit. She's too immature uh, for you, for one, to not realize what's going on. Yes, she can be very sweet, but if she's going to turn on a dime like this and not want to talk to you, say that you ruined her whole effing life because you can't go for more than three weeks. Three weeks of vacation is pretty fucking nice, to be honest with you. You know, when you work a lot of these jobs and you don't work a fucking, like, just swanky job like that, maybe, maybe you can get two weeks. Maybe. And then, then, depending on how higher, high up you are and what your position is, maybe they will only let you take a week off at a time. Couple days here, couple days there. Because there's no one to back you up, or you're just, you know, you're deemed too important to the company that, hey, you're the only one that can do X, Y, and Z, so you can't take any time off at all. So, 
you know, uh, she needs to learn how to deal with it and how to fucking take her own vacations and fucking, if she wants to go off to Europe and leave you alone, you need to know that she's not going to have you when she comes back. That's it. Yeah. All right. So let's go on to story number two. Story number two is a little bit uh, lengthy, uh, but I think it's a, uh, a good idea and it definitely leads into our next topic. So it says, me, 24 or 26 uh, female, ex-boyfriend, 26 male, new girlfriend, 19 female, is stalking me online. So my ex-boyfriend and I split about two and a half years ago. And remember, man up isn't always for just men. It can be for women, too. Um, Hold on. Let me enhance. 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 All right. So let's start again. So my ex-boyfriend and I split two and a half years ago after a three-year relationship. He broke up with me, but I got over it uh, fast due to more important events happening in my life at the time my father was unwell. I have to admit, I think I was more into the relationship than he was, and he cheated on me, possibly more than once, as I discovered he was using Tinder. Without sounding arrogant, I was probably out of his league, but that didn't matter to me at the time. A few months back, perhaps maybe three or four after the breakup, I had met someone else, my current boyfriend, and we became very close very quickly. I began to receive messages via Facebook from my ex telling me how much he missed me, regretted the breakup, and wanted me back. I was happy in a new relationship and told him to leave me alone. A year later, I noticed through mutual friends that my ex now has a new girlfriend. I will call her Amy for the sake of this post. Amy began to slyly like and then unlike my post on Instagram and Twitter, perhaps hoping for some kind of reaction. Social media beef? I will admit that I would check out her post profiles every now and then, but the more out of boredom and curiosity than anything else. I learned a few things about Amy. She was much younger than my ex, just 18 years old, and that she was just about to start university, which means that they're probably uh, out in Britain. Did they say? I didn't hear if they said an age. Uh, She was eighteen. He was. He's twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. I heard that she was eighteen. So the new girlfriend. Yeah. Other than this sort of thing, I knew nothing about the girl, and quite frankly, I didn't want to. I didn't care enough. So after a few months of me being aware that my ex had a new girlfriend, I noticed her like a tweet of mine and was curious as to why. I checked her Twitter profile and she had pinned a tweet to the top of her feed. It was one of her own tweets wherein she linked to a blog page. Obviously, I was curious, so I clicked on it and was taken to her blog. Just one entry existed. The blog post basically made reference to me, made out that I was stalking her, and basically asking me to stop. I was bemused and angry because she was the only one who would like my posts and unlike them again. I never said anything about her and never even met her. I didn't know this girl. Do not know this girl. Anyway, though, I was annoyed. I decided to ignore the blog post, and I thought it was very childish and very strange. Yeah, because if she would respond to the blog post, it would make it look more like she is stalking her. Exactly. So I laughed about it a bit with some close friends, but quickly forgot about its existence. Another year has now passed, and the other evening, I received a direct message from my ex on Twitter. He put something along the lines of, Can you stop bullying my girlfriend, or we will notify the relevant authorities your work and your boyfriend suffice it to say i was shocked i replied i have literally no idea what you're talking about and he responded don't play cute 
I said, I'm not playing cute. I have no idea what you are talking about, and it's on her if she wants to stalk my social media pages, and anything she takes out of context is on her. It makes you feel bit. If it makes you feel better, I'll block her from viewing my accounts. I had no response to that message, but I immediately checked my Twitter feed to make sure I not posted anything that could be taken offensively. Come on, go to part two. It doesn't want to go to part two. Needless to say, my tweets were very generic about TV shows, the UK general election, and the recent terrorist attack in Manchester, my hometown, and various other topics that were relevant at the time. Nothing that could be aimed at a particular person except maybe Theresa May or Jeremy Corbyn irrelevant. Anyway, this morning I went to Amy's Twitter account to block her and know she has now taken it upon herself to tweet my company advising that a member of the staff has been cyberbullying her for over a year and asking whom she may speak to about this. I was shocked and appalled. I messaged my ex back advising the line had been crossed as I simply haven't done anything wrong and blocked him too. I spoke to my line manager about the situation as I was worried this could be something taken seriously, but he assured me this is unlikely. The girl is very young and has no proof of her claims. I will have or I have no idea what to do next. I was wondering whether to simply ignore all of this, but at the same time I'm embarrassed, angry, and upset. What can I do? There is an update, but I want to start at the beginning. Well, let's see. I mean, the moment the first time... Which it doesn't matter now because it didn't happen. But the the first time the boyfriend had hit me back to say, you need to stop cyberbullying, I'd be like, first I'd probably say, cyberbully, really? Tell your bitch to man up. Second of all, I would have blocked them right away. You know, hell, just blocked them both right away and just be done with it. Yeah, like from that moment on, it would, prior to that, probably the moment I saw her saying that um, I was stalking her and all this other shit and making the blog post, I would have blocked her then. Not allow her to see any of my shit. Because then, how how would she be able to get a hold of I would have blocked him, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know how close they still are, but I would have just said, fuck it, it's not worth the headache. Get it done with. So, that didn't happen. What can you do? I mean, you pretty much, I think she's doing everything right. I mean, she hasn't gone after this person. The only thing I find a little weird is for her to say, I had to go back and see if I if I posted anything. I mean, I think that you know that you would know if you're posting some shit-talking. Well, I think if it wasn't necessarily, uh, am I posting something as shit-talking? It was more or less, am I, did I post something maybe she could have taken in the wrong way? You know? Yeah. I, like, I look, my, you know... My ex's dick is so much better than, you know, whatever. I wish it was his and me, not my boyfriend. Something like that might have been like, oh, well, she's yeah, but that there. still has nothing to do with Nothing to do with her, but she could take it like, oh, she's trying to get back with my ex. And there's no, especially when somebody has something fucked up in the head. All like I know this, is she's just insecure is the problem. The first thing it. I would have said to him up. was, have you seen proof? And if you have, show me what this proof is that I've been cyberbullying him. I, mean, well, I want to see what I'm what I what have I been saying to her that's bullying her? Are you going by her word or have you seen phys- physical evidence? So here here we go. Here is the update. The, oh, the other thing, though, real thing. quick. Sure. Before the we go thing the about the job thing, I think that was smart too. Going and say, look. Oh, that's the most I have smart an ex thing she did. That has a new girlfriend, and for she keeps telling people that I'm bullying her, and I don't even talk to her. 
She sent something to the company. I just want to make sure I jump ahead of this so you know what's going on. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that was smart on her part. I don't, in all honesty, I think she's doing everything. I, I, I would have blocked her a little sooner. You know what I mean? The only way, even if you didn't block the ex, the difference is, is if you, as long as she's blocked, she can always go on the ex and stuff, but then mm-hmm. the ex would see what she's looking at too. You, you block both, so that way you don't yeah. have to worry about think, it. But at the, very, at the very least, I would have blocked her as soon as I saw that shit. I would have well, blocked the, her. The other so. thing that I would have done too, not just block her, but make everything as private as possible. Yeah. You, you, and then that's something that she didn't say inside this, mm-hmm. which is, and, and maybe it's because. You know, she's like, well, I don't want to, I don't care if people see my stuff, but when you're going through something like this, if you make everything private, then you don't have to worry about anybody taking anything that you post, what you do, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is. If you keep everything just to your own friends list, then who cares? Everybody still can see it who needs to see it. And the people that don't need to see it, they don't get to see shit. Maybe unless you post about an article that is a public you know, opinion piece or some shit like that. So it, it's like that guy that, uh, well, we, we can talk about that later, uh, for something else. Um, but anyway, so here's the update. So the update on this one was, so I checked my company's tweet back to this girl and there is now a chain of responses. Two third parties have gotten involved. One is who's sharing images from my Instagram next to images from her Instagram showing similarities such as being in the same location months apart or mirror selfie a few months apart. They're also making mean comments about my images. A second third party seems to be in support of my claim, responding to the thread of tweaks, explaining that I'm actually the victim here and that this girl is out to get me for some reason. I've reported the account posting my pictures and saying things about me uh, their account seems to now have no followers and barely any tweets except about me. This person has also tweeted Amy, linking to my Reddit post. So yeah, in hindsight, I should have used a throwaway account. The account has been reported by myself and my partner. My partner is currently on the phone to the non-emergent police whilst I email a company that gives advice to those being stalked or harassed online. I see what is said by those authorities, and on Monday morning, I will speak to my HR director at work and seek advice from her and be asked to connect with a lawyer if required. So, uh, like I said, she didn't privatize a lot of her accounts, including your Instagram, mm-hmm. and even though it looks like there's a bunch of bullshit yeah. that's going on, oh, look, uh, well, she took the same selfie that I took. What, what's wrong with that? Though? Yeah. Okay, you took a mirror selfie, I took a mirror selfie. I want to pose with John Stamos, and you want to pose with John Stamos? Who fucking cares? We both did, right? Yeah. Unless one of us, you know, happens to be in his private bedroom at the time. John Stamos. That's right. Emily's friend knows John Stamos. I know, that's where I got it from. She showed me the pictures last night. Yeah. She's like, no, really? And then she was talking about her friend said something about seeing somebody else. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio sleeping with Leonardo DiCaprio. And she's like, I don't believe that. But then again, she has pictures of her with John Stamos because they used to date. Really? I'll be like, take a picture with him sleeping. Yeah. (laughs) Give me a picture of that dick. And then then I can go in. He's so quote-unquote environmentalist. Does he have a... That would be Leo, right? All green... Condom. <laughs> this is made from a mixture of spinach and kale. <laughs> it's not very safe, but I feel more environmentally safe with it. That's right. 
It may give it a special taste to everything else when you finish. (laughs) Kale condoms. Not just for decoration anymore. Uh, (laughs) That's like that joke from, what, from uh, Clerks? The only way that Superman could have sex with with a kryptonite condom. And that would kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... What do you, what do you feel see, with the, the it update? It depends on the color game? of the kryptonite. Oh, what is it, like yellow kryptonite? It's different? No, well, I think blue kryptonite? There's a, there's a color of the kryptonite that turns him, like, human. Like, it takes away his power. I think it might be blue. So if he had a well, blue do they, kryptonite... Do they still, you know, if he goes crazy, will they still call him Superman? I mean, why not? Oh, well, I guess if he's name. alive there, will will they be holding his hand? <laughs> oh, yeah, there boy. are different colors of kryptonites that do different things. I, I, I think had red no kryptonite idea, turns to be honest him evil. Red, yeah, red kryptonite. Oh, is that the one that evil. made injustice a thing? Was red kryptonite? No. No. Oh. What happened was he just finally thought, well, you know what, killing people's pretty okay. No, Joker tricked him into blowing, setting off a nuke in right. Metropolis. And it killed his pregnant wife, a.k.a. Lois Lane. Oh, spoiler alert. This is from the first game that came out a couple <laughs> years ago. and uh, In the comic. That's when he comes and he kills Joker and then decides it's a has to be a martial law or whatever the hell kind of... Like, everything is just what I say. And So yeah. how does Loki fit in Not Loki. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I'll say Loki's not in it. <laughs> no. Uh, who's the guy on the motorcycle? Ghost Rider? No. DC guy. Oh, Vigilante? No, he's an international, interplanetary, like Lobo? Lobo, yeah. So how does Lobo fit into everything? Uh, he, he was just a DLC character <laughs> in the first game. That's... He's just DLC, man. Don't put me on the spot. I, I just wish that they... How does Scorpion fit into the whole universe? Uh, he was DLC, too. Yeah, he fits in because uh, Midway or Ed Boon made the game. Yeah. <laughs> NetherRealm Studios, I should say. Used to be Midway. But um, I, I, I wish when they did bring these guys in, they would do some deals, like see, like a story, to fit them in there. Like same thing in Mortal Kombat when they brought in Jason or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, if you do the story ladder, you can do, you can get a, a story like an like ending, ending, right? Yeah. But I mean, I wish they did some DLC also to bring them in. All of a sudden, somehow he comes in, give him a cinematic presence or something like that. No, yeah. though it'd be weird because I think three out of those no. Four, I guess all four of them wouldn't talk. Maybe except for... But Freddy was in X, right? Was in... No, Nine. 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 It's Mortal Kombat. came out was X. That's yeah. right. No, well, what do you mean? Well, Predator oh, doesn't talk. Of... Alien doesn't talk. Jason doesn't talk. Predator and... talks. Ugly motherfucker. <laughs> oh, which one was that? Is that Predator 2? Uh, it's Predator 1. See, I don't think he's talked at all yes, in Predator 1. He said, you're one ugly. He's like, motherfucker. I do not remember that. Yeah. You're one ugly. <laughs> you are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> and then he set the bomb off. Oh. He laughed at doing it. Oh, it was that, that was the predator laugh right there? <laughs> what, what, what's so the, the alien combination laugh? combination between that and um, what's his name from what, the Waterboy? Remember when they done Bob Boucher? Yeah. <laughs> Dropped, got the pants, his pants fell down. Yeah, that was pretty uh, funny. Uh, <laughs> what, what are we going to do now, coach? 
Oh god, I, that I watched that movie uh, a while ago. I just watched it yesterday. Really? I, watched I put it, it on like, like two weeks. I was doing some stuff, and I'm like, I'm just gonna put this on as background noise, and then ended up watching the whole movie. Same here. The exact same thing. I was like, oh, I'm gonna. I was looking basically. I was like, I'm really tired. I don't know if I'm gonna fall asleep and take a nap. I'm just gonna put a movie on, and if I fall asleep during the movie, then whatever. I don't care. Uh, so I put on the Waterboy. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll just watch the Waterboy. I could fall asleep during this, and no problem." I watched the whole goddamn thing, <laughs> and I forgot how goddamn funny that movie was. Oh yeah, it was like, it was, that's like the classic. Well, if your mama was awake, she could see how much this town really loves and needs you. How much you mean to this town, this community? But she ain't awake, so please keep her voice down so she can get a rest. <laughs> well, wake your ass up. We need to win tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Hey, it's your daddy. <laughs> Roberto. Oh, I don't want to go to, to, to uh, the NFL. I want to finish school. Nah, forget school, dummy. We can be rich like Tiger Woods here, daddy. <laughs> oh, oh, and then shit. look where that got Tiger Woods. Well, he's rich, so. Well, he's rich and, you know, addicted to pills. Uh supposedly and white allegedly women. addicted to pills and white women <laughs> <laughs> he took those lions and blazing saddle literally where, where do the white, white women, women at, at? <laughs> <laughs> all right so let us talk about going into, is there anything else that you would like to give this uh, lady in terms of advice no i, I mean I think, I think she handled it pretty well right yeah I, I think just i would make everything private for a while if you know if anything and until blows over and just not even i wouldn't even contact him unless it's a, your lawyer contacting them for being stupid all right so looking from that i was looking at uh different things online and i found an article uh that was the signs of a stalker are you being followed followed so, thought we'd go through a couple of uh, statistics about stalkers okay. in the U.S. I already, since we're doing this before the break, uh huh. I think the break song should be "I Always Feel Like Rockefeller or whatever." Me. It's either that or we gotta do the police. Oh no, we're not doing the police. People think that. Why do you hate the police? No, it, I don't hate the. Uh, what you call it? Damn it! See now, I'm thinking about uh, uh. Everybody just misinterprets that song, uh, Rockwell. Where are you, Rockwell? No one knows. <laughs> exactly. I've got Raunchy's version. I always feel Anyways. like somebody's watching me. And got I got no, no privacy. privacy. Oh. So anyway, so there's some startling statistics about stalkers in the U.S. that they have from this site. Uh, there's about 6.6 million people that are stalked a year in the U.S. And about three-fourths of them are all stalked by somebody that they know. 76% of all stalkers actually are, or stalkees, I should say, are women. Specifically, uh, 31% of them are multicultural, 23% are American Indian, 20% are African American, 16% are white, and 15% are Hispanic. 
stalkers, 25% of them tend to stalk their victims using technology. So things like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh-huh. and something that you should watch out for. Just like what we were talking with that lady, you want to put your things on private and have it set just to you specifically or to your friend group, right? This is also a good idea for businesses as well because nowadays uh, – and, and you know, we'll talk about the. I'll, talk, I'll give an example of this too. Um, but nowadays, businesses they look at your history, your posting histories from wherever you're posting from, because they want to know more about you. Even when I applied for the job that I applied for, they asked for my social media links just to check on whatever I'm doing, and they want to see what type of social media presence you have. So if you're some guy like this, uh, you you heard the whole thing with that hand asshole solo thing where CNN found out who he was. And then all of a sudden he went back on everything. They had his, oh, it's just a troll, you know, mm-hmm. bullshit. But yet his post history is out there for everybody to see online readily. That's why kids are so fucking stupid these days. They don't think the shit's going to fucking catch up with them when it's going to. So if you keep yourself as private as possible and you have something like a LinkedIn account and your LinkedIn account in terms of business is the only thing that's public and you only post things on that account that are business related or positive then you can always share that with everybody you don't need to necessarily share your facebook and then you keep the stalkers away uh but they say 78 percent of stalkers use more than one mean to obtain info about you and so who is stalking exactly Well, according to the National Center for Victims of Crime, stalking is a complex crime that is often misunderstood and uh, underreported. Although the first stalking laws uh, was not passed until 1990, all 50 states in the District of Columbia currently have stalking laws. The statutes are very widely, however, and lack common definition of stalking. Unlike other crimes that are defined as incident, stalking is a course of conduct that may compromise an individual individual acts that may, in isolation, seem benign or non-criminal. Knowledge about stalking has developed significantly and research continues to yield important insights about the crime. So, um, you know, common forms of stalking behavior that you have out there, that they follow you or show up wherever you are. This may... May or may not, or they may or may not make contact with you, but it doesn't really matter. Watching someone re- uh, repeatedly is a form of harassment. And this is, funny enough, something that I'm currently going through. I have to go through those stupid harassment seminars, and half the crap that they have in there, it's basically don't do anything. Like, don't look at somebody, don't stare at them, don't, uh, you know, don't tell them that they look nice. Uh, you can. But if it's taken the wrong way, it's technically harassment. And I'm just like, you don't have to do that currently right now, right? No. I mean, we had a sexual uh, harassment course we had to take, but I mean, it wasn't that deep. Like, I mean, if someone comes in and says, oh, I like your shirt, or, uh, oh, I like your new haircut, I mean, what they're telling you, that could be considered harassment? That could be considered... Well, if you tell them that you like their haircut, but you do it in a sexual... Basically, reading up some of the stuff, Ooh, some of the like crap that you hair. do... Some of the crap you do to Scott, Scott could file for harassment. <laughs> <laughs> not just Scott. Oh. No, not just Scott. Oh. Good thing my boy Anthony doesn't work with me. No. Uh, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of... I wish I could play some of those... Because some of the videos are so ridiculous. Like, one of them was, like, you're two guys working on the line, right? 
and they're pushing boxes around. And the guy's like, what are you going to have for dinner? And the man is like, oh, I think I'm going to get one of those giant sandwiches. I think, you know, uh, my wife, she knows how to make a re- nice sandwich really well, first of all. Wife makes a sandwich. Uh, and then the other guy's like, oh, yeah? Well, I think I'm going to make a run for the border and get some rice and beans and maybe a taco. And then in the background when he says it is a Mexican guy that's packing up a box. He goes, because he said run from the border. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, son of a bitch. That was an old Taco Bell slogan. Look at how old this guy is. Okay? That's just part of his lexicon. That's not necessarily harassment. The guy could be like that, and I could be totally like, look, dude. Do you know? Do you do you remember old Taco Bell commercials? You look pretty young, okay. You're probably sensitive about it, but that wouldn't offend me. But it's just Taco even, Bell. Even even if it wasn't Taco Bell slogan, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that necessarily is because if you think about it too, Mexicans are known for rice and beans and tacos. And where are they? They're below the border. Yeah, I'm gonna take a run for the border and get me some Mexican food. Like that's. It's not terrible, but they consider those types of things to be harassment. It's I don't annoying. No, but, no. It's what the problem is is that you know now it's twenty seventeen. Before we used to say it's a twenty sixteen thing, but it's a current day thing where anything that's spoken to it. Okay, I, I had this one for you. This one. Well, it's kind of off topic, but it, it is, made me think. But of it's it. fine. It, we're talking about harassment in general. Okay, it makes me think of this. Okay, and maybe I'm wrong, but I kind of think it's funny. <laughs> you know, I don't think it is wrong. So. All these, like, hipsters and shit, right? Majority of hipsters, what are they? Teens. White. Oh. Race-wise. They're mostly mm, white. Not nowadays. I say they're Around mostly. our area, yeah, I would say... Okay, well, yeah. majority of the time I see hipsters, is white people. With their little curly beards and shit. Dear white people. Okay, so... And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think hipsters are stupid, personally, with their little skinny jeans and all that other... I'm bet this is better and I've done this before you shit... Whatever though, that that's what you want to do. It's all on you. But they, you know, there are also people that would say everything needs to be equal, right? Mm-hmm. But yet, do you notice how they're pretty much trying to? It seems like they're trying to take over Oakland. Well, that's because it's you old, know why old Oakland and all this because other shit. The reason why they're taking over Oakland is because San Francisco has become too damn expensive for those types. Okay, and so they want to take so, something else and gentrify it. And what? Who brings the money to those areas? It's those people. Exactly. I'm sorry. It's and, not the. It's not the blue collar or whatever worker. They're not going into and, Oakland to do shit. Exactly. And so what's going to happen? It's going to raise prices around there. Oh and the yeah. majority that is black and Mexican that live in that area is. And 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 I think all of Oakland is poor, and there is some rich areas. But oh, the hills, the Jesus um, the main part of Oakland, they're going to start raising prices and to push the push those people out. You know, not just black and Mexicans. There's obviously some white people. Everybody who lives too, down but, those areas, but and then you have these ridiculously well, let's high be, apartments. Let's be, let's be let's face facts. The major, majority percentage of black and Mexicans that live in that area over white <laughs> is way higher. <laughs> You know, and so you're going to move in there and be all this hipster and oh, we're equally nice and never blah, blah, blah to everybody. But who are you going to push out of that area when you start making everything raise of prices and everything? Because you you're have, to, push ha- out you have people, to have your little area for It's going to be the ones bullshit. that can't afford it who happen to be the minorities. And, and I could be completely wrong on that, but I just look at it and like when the way you were just saying kind of made me think of that. You know. Well, yeah. 
But anyways, you were saying. Oh, so anyway, uh, as, other forms as of terrible stalking. terror podcast says I digress. I, but uh, we digress. <laughs> uh, sending persistent unwanted gifts, letters, notes, emails, texts, or messages okay, uh, via social obvious. media. Yeah, that's obvious. Uh, damaging your home, car, or other property. Monitoring your phone, computer use, or social media accounts to learn about your family, yourself, your personal life, and your whereabouts. Obvious. Using technology like hidden cameras or global positioning systems, also known as GPS, to track <laughs> where you are. This is like some spy shit right here. This is a. They have their little, like, dart gun with a tracker shooting it at your car. Ow, that hurt back my neck. What's that? What's that beeping sound? Beep, beep. Nothing. <laughs> Driving by or hanging out at your home, school, or work. Hiding in the bushes. <laughs> Threatening you, your family, friends, or pets. They may also threaten to reveal information, true or not, that could damage your reputation or repu- oh, relationships. Are we talking about the movie Fear? Possibly. Being Mark Wahlberg. Hey, there it is right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're talking about destroying property. Finger banging somebody in, in the uh, Ferris wheel. That's also on here, too. <laughs> popping <laughs> popping the dad, both dad's cherries. <laughs> the daughter in his car. <laughs> uh, seeking information about you via public records, online services, searches private investigations or by going through your garbage personal property they may also contact your friends family neighbors and or co-workers to gain access or information about you speaking of stalkers have you ever seen the movie gift the gift the gift Remember it i, came don't out, I so. think it came out like a year or two ago Mm-mm. okay i, I would I almost call annabelle it. the original stalker movie fucking dolls following the people everywhere we <laughs> could sit in the room bad mom of the year too you think Chucky would leave Tiffany for Annabelle? Oh, Chucky would never leave Tiffany. Especially now that Tiffany's back being like Jennifer Tilly size with her massive tits. Uh, I'm I sure mean, you have a fat thing for her. Fucking Jennifer Tilly is awesome, man. Well, no, I agree, but... Uh, what? I just never knew you had a thing for Her, her and Christina Ricci, man. Those are my two. <laughs> Ever since Adam's family? Yeah, yeah. Honestly... <laughs> Ever since the very first Adams Family, because she is my age. Yeah, see, that's so. what people don't get when you say stuff like that. Exactly. That I like don't I go said. back and look at Adams Family now and be like, oh my god, Christina Ricci's so hot. Oh. Yeah, that, that was, like I said, that was like the time. <laughs> um, you but know, yeah, I was mom was like, I was like, I've had a fat ass thing for. Um, uh, Kirsten Dunst ever since oh, yeah. the Vampire. And she's like, she was like 12 in that movie. And I'm like, yeah, well, so was I when it exactly. came out. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I'm, like, I'm not watching it. that movie. I'm not going to pop the movie in right now and be like, "Ooh, twelve-year-old Kirsten Dunst." Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Ever since I saw it was, you know, Adam's Family, those things, and then it was, uh, fuck, opposite of sex. Mm-hmm. It was the first time she flashed her boobs, uh, and that's when she was early twenties. I know you're going to write opposite that down. <laughs> opposite of sex. sex. Uh, and then, of course, Black Snake Moan, where she did it again. She was like a nympho that couldn't stop having sex. Black Snake Moan. <laughs> that has crazy-looking uh, Samuel Jackson in there, too. He's the one that chains her down. Because he's trying to get the demon of sex out of her. Uh, but it's I like the movie, not just because the fact you get to see her naked. Though that does raise it from like a B to an A. Uh, uh, so... Here's how to identify a soccer. Uh, you keep watching all of her movies over and over. I mean, uh, 
So, <laughs> studies have shown that 75% of the victims know their stalker in some way, but a stalker isn't always a stereotypical jilted lover or jealous spouse. In fact, many stalkers have no romantic interest in the victim, rather than they see them as a possession, needing to be owned or controlled. It is important to remember that being stalked is not your fault, unless you are, uh, what's her name? Kirsten Dunst. What? Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, or, there's or some Christina people, Ricci. and I'm not saying to make it right. No, no, are, no. Uh, it's Because it's this face to fact. It's mostly women that get stalked. Seventy-six <laughs> percent um, of them. It, it's it's like you know, a lot of times. Not okay. I hate to say all, a lot of times. There are some times when they're leading someone on, and then it turns into a stalking situation, and it's like it could have been completely <laughs> avoided, but because you were trying to get something <laughs> out of it. Well, and I'm not going to say that's a, every every time case but there are cases out there where you know you lead someone on long enough and then it's kind of like uh what you know the guy's just gonna think that something else is you're offering more up than you actually are i know it, it and there's some cases where too maybe you've made a mistake and you've uh like i said it's not necessarily romantic but maybe you you have had an interaction with them and you you maybe innocently led them on like you have no absolute interest in them but you decided hey you know what i'm bored uh why don't i just give this a try and you do you end up sleeping with the damn person or you go out on dates with them and stuff like that and you decide hey i'm no longer interested in you you've led them on to some point you know uh and not saying again not trying to victim blame or victim shame or whatever but it's just kind of know what you might be getting into especially if the person seems odd strange you know uh, and a lot of these guys, even like the article says, it could be that they start off as really great people, right? And all of a sudden, there's just something that doesn't click with you, and then they do just become obsessed with you and want to follow you everywhere Why and do whatever. Why are you so obsessed with me? So what can you do? How can you deal with said stalker? Well, you could send a clear message. You know, if you do have contact with them and you feel safe doing so, tell him or her that they just leave the fuck alone. Right, but say they say safety tip: never confront a stalker alone. They also say document yeah. everything. So if you get messages, save your messages. If you get images, save them. If you get uh, PMs, DMs, wherever the stuff is, weird you gifts. see something weird gifts. You see something online that they posted, even though they're not talking to you directly. You feel it's about you. Go ahead and print screen that shit and save the before they can erase it. So. Uh, if you can afford it, install a home security system if it's gone that bad. You know, nowadays it's not that bad to get a home security system. Really? Home cameras. It, it, well, some places like us, we can't install them. So Not even on the inside? Not even on the inside, no. So Why? we have to get it approved if we're even going to do it. Why? Because they're stupid and cheap. But if you're paying for it and you get it installed... Then we are the ones that have to pay for everything to get it uninstalled and patched up and everything yeah, like that. Well, we, what if you just put cameras on the counters? Well, no, that's that's something that we could do, but I'm talking about like a full-fledged like oh, yeah, ADT-type yeah. system. Yeah, you know, I could put little stupid, like... I might be able to put that ring camera on the outside of the door or something like that. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but maybe. And then it says, uh, you know, make sure you look out for your children. Whether an individual has many direct threats to your family, if you're being harassed, you should step up your security around your children. Yeah, remember the movie Eye for an Eye? No, I don't, actually. Sally Fields 
and the daughter gets murdered, and then the the guy keeps going after um, Sally Fields and like stalking her, and even goes up to the her youngest daughter and and because uh, the youngest daughter goes <laughs> tells him, oh, the man told me a poem. And he goes, well, what's the poem? <laughs> the kitty licked the titty, but the milk's still good. <laughs> I have not seen that. You've never seen that movie? No. Oh, man. They say also to tell others. Don't be embarrassed about to tell on your stalker. That's right. But remember, what do snitches get? Stitches get stitches. Stitches get stitches? Exactly. I fucked that up. It's it's all right. Snitches get stitches. Also, limit your social media use. And end up in ditches. They end up in ditches after they get stitches because they are snitches. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, limit social media use, uh, change your Facebook settings to private, and refrain from posting information about where you are or where you're going. Uh, and then the last thing they say to do is to change numbers, locks, and patterns of behavior. So don't do the same thing that you normally do, but don't stop living your life. So instead of maybe if you go to that Starbucks on, you know, 150th every day, maybe you go to the Starbucks that's closer to your job oh, or that's by the police station. On 151. Yeah, on 151. Right Right over. You know, or or you we'll know, right. go to the one that's next door to that one that you normally go to. You know, yeah. or maybe you know, be nice, find a Dunkin' Donuts and try something different, and get a donut in the morning as well as get your coffee. I'm not uh, a big fan of donuts. Oh, I love donuts. Donuts are like the best thing. Okay, Homer. Mmm, donuts. Anyway, so that's just a little bit, a couple of tips about uh, stalkers and what you should be doing. So, in honor of that, as Patrick said, let's uh, let's play some Rockwell, and then we'll be right back with our Spider-Man Homecoming talk and a couple of little things. So, see you in a bit.
And we're back. Ooh, I found it. I feel a little hot there. So, let's talk Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Radioactive Spider-Man. <clears throat> Shoots a whip. Any size catches thieves, just like flies. Watch out. Here comes the Spider-Man. Here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He has radioactive blood. Listen, blood? Listen. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Listen, blood. <laughs> He's got blood. radioactive blood, man. Anyways. Blood. I, I, okay, I'm going to come out of the channel and say I enjoyed the movie. There is just certain issues that I had with it. Um... I didn't follow the Ultimate Spider-Man too much. I kind of did. From what I understand, they're doing a lot from Ultimate Spider-Man. And that, I guess Tony Stark had a little more to do with the way he did things in this movie. Um, but I just feel like, you know, Spider-Man did come up with his own, like, taser webs or stuff like that. <clears throat> um, and it seems like all this stuff was just already ready for him in, in, in that suit. Not really giving nothing away. He's pretty much, you know, right in the commercial. We have five hundred different different web, you, you know, combinations we can do. Um, but a lot of the stuff he comes up with to help him as he's like fighting villains, you know, like when he fought Hydro Man. I think that's when he came up with the electric webs, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like everything's getting thrown to him. Like he has no capability just because he's a young kid to, excuse me, figure stuff out. Um, and that's the kind of stuff like that I don't really like. Well, I think that he has, he does have some of it. Like they show a little bit of it, of his own ingenuity in it, right? Like mm-hmm. I, again, I don't want to give things away, yeah. but like the thing that you learn right away, he makes his own web serum still, yeah, right. So that's something he's done, and and he basically is just filling the cartridges that go into the suit, yeah. Uh, and the, it, I don't feel like it's a. God, it's so hard to say this the right way without being, like, spoilery. But I think that it's not... It, that he, he... It is readily available for him. But, like, even in the trailer, I think they, they talk about the training wheels pro, protocol or yeah. whatever it's put in. And so... But it wasn't meant for him... It was meant for him to discover it, not just yeah. have access to it. Yeah. Right? So, yes, I see your point of the whole... Tony Stark's a little more involved than he should be, but at the same time, it wasn't meant for him to be automatically okay. Now I have all these different web combinations. Yeah. But I just admit I got to deal with it. Certain things <laughs> I feel like he came up on his own throughout different battles. It, you know, to you also adjust. have a lot more time in a comic book than you do in a couple part movie series, right? Which I understand too. And, but and still, I think what they were saying too is once the last Avengers is finished. That's it for a lot of the people from the timeline. And Homecoming 2 is the start of the new Marvel timeline. And where they're trying to turn Peter Parker into a Tony Stark. So Maybe. he's going to be more the one that creates everything uh, versus Tony. Um, also, I kept tripping out about the friend, Ned. I thought he was better than what I was expecting. But I just meant because I didn't like, who the hell is this guy? I Now, another series I wish I, I would have kept up, I, I, I never started, and I, I've only gotten pieces of information, is the one with Miles Morales. 
That's the Spider-Man, that the half-black, half-Mexican yeah, yeah, yeah. kid who becomes Spider-Man? Yeah. Um, he um, is actually his friend in that, in that comic book series. Oh, so they're so they mixing like, the two together. Yeah, they brought him over here. Because um, I've been watching a couple of videos and maybe like stuff that I either I might have missed or a little more of an explanation now. <clears throat> of course, I wait till after I saw the movie. Of course. Um, Don't want to pull up Miles yeah. and learn everything about the movie before you see it. Exactly. <laughs> um, there w- Shout out there, to Miles. There, there was... Um, we can't talk about it. But <laughs> it's so hard. Certain things the way because they change characters. They do, yeah. Um, here's the only thing I'm going to say. Once again, usually when people say this, they sound they're racist. I am not trying to sound racist, but I do not understand why everybody around him, all his friends, and there's nothing wrong with it. But the, every they turned all his friends from. You know, they're all either black or, or, or uh, like, I'm assuming that guy Ned looks, he looks more He's like... He's Filipino. Yeah. He's gotta be Filipino, as my wife and I say. Oh, well, yeah, like Filipino or some kind of, like a Pacific Islander or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's somewhere yeah. in between there. And, there's, like, once again, there's nothing wrong with having those, you know, braces in the movie. I don't care, but it just seems like there's everybody there's he associated with was, you know, it's like... There are certain characters that you've seen forever in the comic books as one way, and now there's a representation of that character in the film, and it's not what you thought it should be. But here's Even, the thing: just if there's certain characters that that you change, like Nick Fury, he was white. Mm-hmm. They changed him black. It worked. No big deal. Um, but I feel like there's certain characters that have to say a certain way. Period. I'm sorry. You call I mean, it if you turn not, the Hulk blue. It's just not going to work. <laughs> but no, really, though. It's like... No, no, no. I understand. Like, okay, like that character Liz, I think she... she If I remember right from the cartoons and from the comics, she's she's African-American. She's okay. black. Um, she's not related to... Well, okay, I'm not... Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, that would have been a spoiler. I that would have been a big that spoiler. Been a spoiler. So I stopped myself. Because I thought that was... Out of the things that happened in the movie, the spoiler you're about to give away, I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. And they and, did that for the movie. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to give any spoilers. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. But, um, you know, but, I, once again, I can't talk without giving I away spoilers. I think what we're going to have to do is you guys can listen to this episode and then we're going to do something after this. We're going to do like a 20-minute spoiler episode where we're going to talk about Spider-Man. Because there's things I do want to talk about with Patrick that I think that would be kind of interesting for people to hear. And we just do a short little, this is it, and release this as a bonus that we're going to release next week. So you're going to have to wait a week to hear about it, so that way we give it some time. Sound like a good idea? Okay. Okay. So just generally, overall, 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 I I walked out of the theater on the fence, because once you listen to the other cast, you'll understand. But I did like it. You know, um, I thought the characters were great. Vulture was awesome, the way they designed it, the way they played it out. Michael Keaton is just the best. He's fucking phenomenal. And, and and again, like we talked about a little bit with this and Doctor Strange, there are two villains in these movies that feel more fleshed out and actually feel like villains, mm-hmm. right? And I watched Doctor Strange again recently, and I thought, you know, let me rethink this because this is the first villain that you see for this character while using him. And both uh, Mads Mikkelsen and 
Michael Keaton give really good performances yeah. for their character. And they're not short-changed villains necessarily. They're maybe not as involved in terms of uh, maybe being completely fleshed out, but what they did and how they used them both were fucking excellent. And it's something that I think Marvel has learned from its original set of movies where you go with like Iron Man and Jeff Bridges' character who seems to be like a last minute, oh, we've made him the villain type of villain. Yeah. You know, and then, oh, this is just something for him to fight. Oh, or even oh, Captain America. Thing. Like, I really feel like they underutilized the Red Skull in, in the first Avenger. I still think, he, I think he'll be coming back soon. He sh- hopefully should, and, and Marvel doesn't kill their uh, villains for the most part. Yeah. There's something, something kind of happens to them, and, and some villains don't die, I should say. Not every villain. Well, see, that's why that's one thing I didn't like. I say about the original Batman movies or the original um, Superman, Spider-Man movies, like oh, Spider-Man, yeah, they kill everybody. They kill everybody. It's like no. <laughs> I mean, like you kill off uh, Doc Ock. Well, he's the one that forms the Sinister Six, and you killed him off. Whatever we need to see the Sinister Six, you know. Well, hopefully, we get to see him now, right? Maybe. No, yeah. They're starting it. Yeah, definitely, definitely are. Like I said, if we there can see Mysterio of, in a movie, a lot I would be villains. fucking happy. There was a lot of villains in this movie, and you have to kind of keep your ear out for them. Yeah. Um, How they revealed obvious, one of them, I, it was really fucking cool, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, there's no way. And then all of a sudden, wow. Yeah, well, that's pretty a, awesome. There was also another one that was in the Vulture's game. That mm. you, but he's not as big, so you probably didn't so catch we'll, it. we'll we'll talk about it during the teaser or the spoiler. Yeah. This is a teaser for the spoiler. Um, so overall, I think that it was uh, it was definitely a tale of two halves of the movie. Well, it's you know it definitely has your three act structure. And I felt the the middle of the movie was a little slow in general, but how it started, how it ended was great. I think the humor was the perfect level for Spider-Man. I still think Tom Holland is is the best Spider-Man that has been taking that role cuz he does both the Peter Parker role well and he does the Spider-Man role well. That was the thing like with Toby Maguire, he was an awesome Peter Parker. Not so great talking like especially with talking and sh- you know, you know, he was uh, sassy really and timid. Yeah, um, as Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield, I think, was a great Spider-Man. Peter Parker, no. No. Especially since they were going with the whole hipster douche bag angle with him. <laughs> it's the it's the wanna gentrify Oakland uh <laughs> hipster Spider-Man. <laughs> gentrify. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I think Tom Holland was great. And and like you said, Michael Keaton, God man, so many moments in that movie, like just absolutely loved him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he ha- looked like he was having a lot of fun playing the role, yeah. too. Which was very, very entertaining. Uh, and sure enough, I've already seen him. You live long enough to, yeah. to be, you either, you either die the hero or live long, long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's right. And if anybody doesn't know and how you don't know... Michael Keaton was the original Batman in uh, the in, oh, it in was the funny. films. One of the first times that you saw him, and when he he kind of turned on the people, I thought he was just reprising the time when Bruce Wayne was pretending to be the Joker. Yeah. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts! <laughs> <Come on>. like, <laughs> like that whole thing, I'm like, 
he's he's doing the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was really cool. I think that the 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 action set set pieces were really well done. Um, I, I like I said with the middle, I did notice at one point. I'm like, wow, it hasn't gotten to the boat scene yet. You know uh-huh. that they show in the trailer. When are they going to show that? Um, and then it was like, oh, okay, well that was still much later down the way. So it, it, the pacing was just a little. I don't know if it was a little off for me, but once it started the final act again, it was so goddamn fun. Yeah, and uh, everything. And it was, was good to was see small. Happy back. Yeah, it was. You know, I was like, oh great, John Favreau's in this again. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not a spoiler. Well, I guess it could technically be a spoiler. No, they show him in. Did they show him in the trailer? Yeah. I don't remember seeing him in the trailer. That's why I was surprised I even saw him. I thought they did. But you see him almost right away. Like it's it, the way that it starts, and this is not spoiling anything. But it starts right before Civil War. Yeah. Right, and that's. I thought that was really cool how they did that too. But we'll talk about more. We're going to do a quick spoiler episode, and we'll see that you'll see that uh, a week after this episode's released. Um, so next, kind of transitioning in the same way, uh, in terms of uh, the way this is done. The Han Solo uh, solo film that they were doing, Ron Howard is taking over as director. I know a lot of people already talked about it. Uh, we haven't really had a chance to talk about it amongst ourselves. Uh, but after seeing Spider-Man, it's kind of like, um, you know, the, the word on the street was that they were making it too comical, right? And not enough of a... Uh, uh, a serious type of Han Solo movie with just kind of the snarkiness more like I guess what I'm kind of hearing more like the Spider-Man side of thing where it was a lot more <coughs> funny than it was straightforward <coughs> yeah you know and I don't know it may be good who knows how much of the stuff is left I mean they were almost done finishing the film so maybe he's just coming in to finalize everything reshoot a couple scenes who knows if it's going to be Bless you. Oh. I thought you were going to sneeze. No, I, I'm he's yawning for some reason. Uh, but um, figuring out what, uh, if it's going to be a bad movie or not. I yeah. mean, do you, do you feel that it's going to go? Uh, you know what? No, honestly, I, I just want to see it. I don't know. You can't go wrong with Ron Howard. Um, but at the same time, you know... Yeah, Han ha- could have some witty one-liners, but at the same time, do I want it to be a funny movie? No. I want it to be, you know... I don't know. Like I said, I- I'll just wait to see it and see what happens. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, you know, it's it's something that I do want to learn more about this thing. It'd be kind of cool to see, like, if they were going to do, like, the the Kessel Run or something like that, that you could actually watch it. Uh, but we'll see. See what happens. Ron Howard's decent. He, you know, last couple of films he's done have not been that great, but he's done some really great movies at the same time, too. Plus, he was on Happy Days. Monday, Wednesday, Happy Happy Days. He was also in The Andy Griffin Show. Oh, that's right. He was Opie. He was Opie. That's right. Oh, I used to watch that show all the time with my grandparents. I used to watch it, too. That was a great show. Not with my grand. No, you didn't know my grandparents <laughs> at that point. But uh, can I just say one thing before we finish this? Sure. Topic? Han shot first. That's right. Han shot first. Um, 
So, last thing that we're going to go through here are nine ridiculous uh, things that the government has so far has wasted uh, our money on this year. And these are all these funny little uh, stupid reports and surveys and things that they're doing. I thought some of these were kind of ridiculous, so... Uh, just going to go through a couple of these real fast, and then uh, we'll say our goodbyes for this week or this episode. So the first one, uh, the National Science Foundation has distributed $1.5 million to study fish on treadmills. What? That's right. <laughs> Seeing uh, it discovered that the mud, fisher, mud skipper fish can exercise longer and recover quicker under higher oxygen concentrations. So they put a fish on a treadmill to see if uh, it would help them. Two, uh, a study that wasted $5 million to Grant Brown University, a study uh, that fraternities and sororities like to party. Oh, really? <laughs> the National Institute of Health also provided $3.4 million to Northeastern University in Boston to have hamsters fight each other in cage matches. Oh, it's a slobber knocker. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, this other one, too. Researchers had computers view 600 hours of television programs and 400 hours of online videos so they could analyze, comprehend, and anticipate human behavior. So they were watching shows like Desperate Housewives and soap operas. Number five, a National Traffic Highway Safety Administration grant of $35,000 went towards a billboard of giant marijuana joint in Denver, Colorado that can be seen in the dark as a mean to discourage driving while stoned on weed. They also gave uh, the National Institute of Health spent $300,000 on a research to study which gender spends more time playing with Barbie dolls. And it came to the obvious conclusion that girls tend to play with Bobby dolls more often than oh, boys do. Really? Oh boy! Uh, the mm. National Science Foundation spent three million dollars on a study that concluded this: even though it's self-evident that intense, growing sense of danger that music instills easily causes a negative association with sharks. So basically, the famous Jaws music causes people to view sharks in a negative man- manner. They spent $3 million on that. God, give me this one. Then the next one, uh, NASA spent two, around $206,000 uh, to uh, basically spend it on a flying monkey. And the monkey was scheduled to fly in December 2015, what was delayed due to the weather. The government also spent $21.8 million purchasing surplus cheese and providing incentives for companies to enter the cheese industry. So they are currently subsidizing cheese. Hmm. So that's just nine things that they're currently uh, spending money on. There's always these dumb studies that they have out there that for some reason we need to know this information or not. Uh, And I thought those were relatively funny. So... Uh, that is it for the podcast this week, uh, and then you'll get another bonus episode next week that will release uh, next Saturday uh, after everything is done. But Patrick, why don't you tell them where you can find the podcast on on Twitter? Well, you can find it at IBLT Podcast. You can also email the podcast at 
iBLTpodcast at gmail.com. We have an Instagram where we had an instant. Well, I had an Instagram fight with somebody. Did you? Yeah, did you see that? Oh, I missed uh, that. I saved the, the photos of it, too. Because did this person. Comments? So this person. Oh, wait, on is that Instagram, the one? This is somebody ago? called Poop is Meat. Posted on our Instagram post. We had this post on Instagram. And normally I don't go after the trolls, but I thought it was pretty damn funny. Uh, And this post basically was talking about... It says, what do you do... Why do you masturbate? And then it gave three reasons for women and one reason for men. I saw partial of that. Because then they started deleting their shit. So they they said one thing, and then they, they said, responded to somebody else. Like, they left... It was up there. Somebody responded to them basically saying... They were calling it nasty. Women should never masturbate. Is what the person poop is meat was saying, um, and then that person, somebody responded, said that's just a national way of life. Women do it. You'll understand when you're older, right? And then they started going off, and I didn't get to read all the messages there, so I apologized to the one lady. I said, "Oh, that person must be deleting their things, so they're just a fucking troll, because they're not even you know yeah. giving you a chance to respond to whatever they say. They say their shit and make it look like you're making fun of them or somebody else." So I tagged poop is meat in the post and then they responded back to me and started getting butthurt when i was calling them a troll and they were like this is disgusting you need to take it down i said says the person whose handle is poop is meat like really i understand what you might be saying about it but that name you're you're just you're some young kid uh, or you're some tightly wound adult yeah. So I had a little argue with them, and then before they could delete it, I took screenshots of their comments. And how sexist of them to say women can't masturbate. Exactly. Everybody can masturbate. It's not just for men. So, anyway, uh, we have a YouTube channel. Wait, wait. The oh. Instagram channel is uh, uh, IBLT Podcast. Oh, okay. Sorry. <clears throat> YouTube channel. It'd be like that podcast. Where you can find... Uh, I've got streams of Life is Strange, DuckTales, Darkwing Duck. He still hasn't done part two. I need to do part two. I didn't do it last weekend because I wasn't feeling very well. But I think after we finish everything up here, I think I'm going to go Don't do Don't lie, you two. didn't have it downloaded. Well, I also <laughs> didn't have it downloaded. And then when it finally finished nine hours later, I was like, fuck it. Did you download everything? Yes. Or? Okay. So I made sure that all the other three episodes were downloaded. Yeah, five and total. all that thing. Or four and now the cat is going to try to climb to the top of the uh bookshelf over there and she's going to fail uh <laughs> now you scared my damn cat uh patrick you have a twitter oh wait you can also rate and review us on things like uh, apple podcasts stitcher spreaker blueberry facebook and google play that's right anyway you have a twitter there patrick yeah it's uh at big solo six four you have a youtube channel solo 64 where you can find what on you find my blogs. I have some concert footage up there. Um, I've been putting up. I decided that instead of doing like a whole montage of um, concert footage from one concert, um, I might just put up a couple of things. And then at the end of the year, because I am going to a lot of concerts this year, just putting up like one big one concert big of 2017. Review. Yeah. Um, even though it's going to be missing the rise against, you can always get Deftones. <laughs> you can get footage from me if you really want. But I wasn't that. there. Oh, that's true. You have a blog. Yeah, it's patrickstott64.blogspot.com. Oh, and we have a Patreon. I mean, no, sorry, you have another podcast that you're doing. KBG Podcast at kbgpodcast.com. All video games, uh, podcasts, some you know nerdy geek stuff too, and you know things like that. But definitely go check 
uh, my other podcast out. But Brian, you will have a Twitter. I do. It's at Tulbert with zeros instead of O's. That motherfucker. That's right. You have a YouTube. Tulbert, spelt the proper way, where you can find videos of random shit. You have a band. Angels of Fear, where we may be playing a show this month. I don't know yet. Uh-oh. Uh, somebody uh, is going away to Washington. I don't know if they're leaving. They're doing like a goodbye show. Uh-huh. And they want us to be a part of it. Goodbye for now. Um, good, good, good. Goodbye, goodbye for Rachel. now. <laughs> you have another podcast. The Terrible Terror Podcast, where this next episode, I'm having a special guest, and you'll have to guess who it is. But we're doing versus movies, and the first movie is Alien vs. Predator AVP. So there's going to be a guest on the podcast that will actually do the review in the style that I do the review with me. Uh, hoping that everything goes smoothly yes. on my end. <laughs> I hope it does for you too. <laughs> so uh, that is it then for this week. Anything else you got left to say? No, definitely just give us a rate and review. Um Hopefully positive, but, I mean, even negative, I guess, is better than nothing. But, please, we like to have some stars, yep. some reviews. Share it. Yes. If you, if you listen to us, give it a quick share on whatever social media you, you platform and you on, do. And on whatever form that you listen to, whether it's, uh, you know, you listen to it through iTunes or you live it, or, I mean, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever. Just share the shit out of whatever you're doing, at least the one episode. Uh, and, and whatever you like to, and you know, hopefully we'll get some new listeners. We get some more content, uh, and uh, we may or may not have a guest in the near future that is not somebody that we all necessarily know. So what? what? Yep, somebody that actually listened to the podcast contacted us and said, "Hey, I'd like to talk to you guys about something." So hey, that'd be cool. Yep. So always send the real or fake to yes. Uh, it'd be like at bl 2 podcast at gmail.com yeah. alright so I'm going to leave you with some rise against for this week uh, uh-huh. we're going to do some give you it all it just said deftones but it did but I had changed it ah. and just had an updated so that's it <clears throat> speak to you later deuces peace bitches
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.